0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. This episode is sponsored by Goalie Gummies, a perfect addition to your wellness routine. Are you looking for a delicious way to support your overall health? Goalie ACV gummies are made with vitamin B9 and B12, to help support healthy nutrient metabolism and immune function. I have partnered with Goli to give all of my listeners 20% off and free shipping. Use my coupon code at checkout, TheGratitudeChick, all one word, to take advantage of this offer. Their website is www.goli.com. That is www.goli.com. Also, don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at the gratitude chick for Facebook and Instagram, at Babes Who Manifest Podcast for Facebook and Instagram, at BabesWhoManifest for TikTok, and gratitude underscore chick for Twitter. welcome back to another episode of your reading corner with the gratitude chick so today um you guys know we are in the book the science of getting rich and today um, we are on chapter number four this is my kind of book to read on the podcast because it's right to the point it's not long and long-winded with 40 pages a chapter so we're going to get through this book pretty quick. So, as a reminder, I do read with my own commentary. So, let's start with chapter four. It says, Chapter four, the first principle Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance. The stuff from which all things are made is a substance which thinks. And they thought a form in this substance produces the form. So, um, I'm already talking. Okay. So, I am trying to figure out if formless substance is supposed to be God or the universe. I don't really know. I've I've read this before and I still can't figure out what it's supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be the universe because... I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Original substance, okay, so maybe original substance is supposed to be God. Original substance moves according to its thoughts. Every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of a thought in original substance. As the formless stuff thinks of a form, it takes that form. As it thinks of emotion, it takes it makes that motion. That is the way all things were created. We live in a thought world, which is part of a thought universe. The thought of a moving universe extended throughout formless substance and the thinking stuff, moving according to that thought, took the form of systems of planets and maintains that form. Thinking substance takes the form of its thoughts and moves according to the thought. So I I'm taking it with his with this that he's not really a person that believes in that there is a god but he believes that there is some kind of intelligence and that that intelligence um basically created everything with a thought and you know that kind of thinking eh, makes me like well who had the thought <laughs> there has to be a Point where there was a being that created the thought so you know anyway i don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole but i just wanted to stop and say i that's what i thought anyway um <clears throat> holding the idea of a circling system of suns and worlds it takes the form of these bodies and moves them as it thinks Thinking the form of a slow growing oak tree, it moves accordingly and produces the tree through centuries. I'm sorry, though centuries may be required to do the work. In creating, the formless seems to move according to the lines of motion it has established. The thought of an oak tree does not cause the instant formation of a full grown tree, but it does start in motion the forces which will produce the tree along established lines of growth. Every thought of form held in thinking substance causes the creation of the form, but always, or at least generally, along lines of growth and action already established. The thought of a house of a certain construction, if it were impressed upon formless substance, might not cause the instant formation of the house, but it would cause the turning of creative energies already working in trade and commerce into such channels as to result in the speedy building of the house. Okay. <clears throat> and if there were no existing channels through which the creative energy could work, then the house would be formed directly from primal substance without waiting for the slow process of the organic and inorganic world. So basically he's saying that if you impress Upon your subconscious mind that you want a house, um, your I'm sorry, on your conscious mind that you want a house, your subconscious mind will get to work creating that house, either by the um, you know the builders and things like that to get the house together, or by having the house created or just like come to pass which I've never seen that before <laughs> because it says and if there were no existing channels through which the creative energy could work then the house will be formed directly from primal substance so it's basically saying the house will just appear without waiting for the slow process of the organic and in- inorganic world no thought of form can be impressed upon the original substance without causing the creation of the form man is a thinking center and can originate thought all the forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thought he cannot shape a thing until he has thought a thing which is true thoughts become things but this also kind of contradicts what I'm thinking he's expressing um, that Uh, my brain Um, that there is not like, he's not talking about a God or God or anything, but how is man a thinking center and can originate thought when formless substance is the one that you're talking about with the thought that kind of is contradictory to me. Just my opinion. And so far man has confined his efforts wholly the work of his hands he has applied manual labor to the world of forms seeking to change or modify those already existing he has never thought of trying to cause the creation of new forms by impressing his thoughts upon formless substance when man has a thought form he takes material from the forms of nature and makes an image of the form which is in his mind he has so far made little or no effort to cooperate with formless intelligence to work and he has this in quotations with the father he has not dreamed that he can do what he seeth the father doing man reshapes and modifies existing form forms by manual labor he has given no attention to the question whether he may not produce things from formless substance by communicating his thoughts to it we propose to prove that he may do so to prove that any man or woman may do so and to show how. So basically what he's saying is that um, man at this point of him writing has not shown that he can create by his thoughts. He is creating by labor. So he is, he is trying to prove that man can create with his thoughts. As our first step, we must lay down three fundamental propositions. First, we assert that there is one original formless stuff or substance from which all things are made. All the seemingly many elements are but different presentations of one element. All the many forms found in organic and inorganic nature are but different shapes made from the same stuff. And this stuff is thinking stuff. A thought held in it produces the form of the thought. Thought and thinking substance produces shapes. Man is a thinking center capable of original thought. If man can communicate his thought to original thinking substance, he can cause the creation or firm formation of the thing he thinks about. So basically he's saying that <clears throat> formless substance is the original thought. He came with the original thought, but man is the thinking center. So if man can oppress upon and communicate his thought to original substance or i'm just gonna say god then he can cause the creation or formation of the thing that he thinks about or in other words what you think about your most dominant thoughts in your conscious mind if you think about those enough they become whatever it is becomes your your most dominant thought right that impresses upon your subconscious mind That this is what you want in life. Let's get to work and make it happen. This is what I am reading. But he is making it convoluted. By calling it. Original thought. Formless substance. That is convoluting the entire message to me. But this was also written in the 1800s. So. To summarize. There is a thinking stuff. From which all things are made. And which in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces a thing that is imaged by the thought. Man can can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause a thing he thinks about to be created. It may be asked if I can prove these statements, and without going into details, I answer that I can do so both by logic and experience. Reasoning back from the phenomena of form and thought, I come to one original thinking substance. And reasoning forward from this thinking substance, I come to man's power to cause the formation of the things he thinks about. And by experiment, I find the reasoning true, and this is my strongest proof. If one man who reads this book gets rich by doing what it tells him to do, that is evidence in support of my claim. But if every man who does what it tells him to do gets rich, that is is proof—that is positive proof until someone goes through the process and fails. The theory is true until the process fails, and this process will not fail, for every man who does exactly what this book tells him to do will get rich. I have said that men get rich by doing things in a certain way, and in order to do so, men must become able think in a certain way. A man's way of doing things is the direct result of the way he thinks about things. Correct! I keep telling you guys our most dominant thoughts are what is creating our lives. Look around you right now. Whatever your life is looking like it is a result of your most dominant thoughts. To do things in a way you want to do them you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearance. So basically, to get what you want in life is to believe that you have it regardless of what you see. That is it. Every man has the natural and inherent power to think what he wants to think. But it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. To think according to appearance is easy. To think truth regardless of appearances is laborious and requires the expenditure of more power than any other work man is called upon to perform. There is no labor from which most people th- shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work in the world. And this is true because we have a tendency to allow our our minds, our brains, our thoughts to just run amok. And it is, when you're starting out, it is hard to just hold the one sustained thought, which is the affirming statement, which is why I'm such a huge proponent of affirmations and why we do the weekly affirmation challenge because we are trying to to train our minds to number one hold the consecutive thought but number two to stop the flow of the negative thoughts running rampant in our mind by using the affirming statement so this is you know completely true and i'm sure that you guys know this from doing the affirmation challenge this is especially true when truth is contrary to appearances correct if you are sitting here saying you know um i don't know scripting and doing whatever it is that you're doing to tell yourself that you have this job but you are unemployed it's easy to look at your circumstance rather than look at what you should be holding in your mind the end like neville goddard says we need to be living In the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Not in what you are seeing right now in your reality. And you have to remember that what you're seeing today is a result of what you thought yesterday or in the past, right? So in order for us to have a better tomorrow, we have to have a better thinking space today. So every appearance in the visible world tends to produce a corresponding form in the mind which observes it. And this can only be prevented by holding the thought of the truth. To look upon the appearance of disease will produce the form of disease in your own mind and ultimately in your body unless you hold the thought of the truth, which is that there is no disease, it is only the appearance and the reality is health. And this is true. I'm sorry to keep stopping, but this is so true because when someone tells you that based on your weight, you should have diabetes, that automatically, and this could be your doctor too, that automatically puts it in your mind that I have this, this is, this is who I, and you take ownership of it. How many times have you, you yourself or your family members or friends tell you, They have an ailment. When you say I have, you are taking ownership of whatever it is that you're saying that you have. I have a house. This is my my house. I have a car. So that's my ownership tag. So when you say you have whatever it is that ails you, whether it's a cold, flu, COVID, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera, you are taking ownership of that and claiming it as yours. That is what you're doing. And you're putting it in your mind. You're solidifying it in your mind and in your body that this is yours. You take ownership. You have it now. I personally do not. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't claim any disease. I do not. And even when I talk about gastritis, I say this gastritis. I never take ownership of it. So, that's a lie i have in the past i have in the past when i was first diagnosed i did take ownership of it which is probably why it's running rampant in my body but um this is very true about disease we have to start um making our reality or i'm sorry we have to start adopting the truth which is great health and every day part of my affirmation is i am healthy That is part of my affirmations every day because at the end of the day, I have taken ownership over gastritis and I need to relinquish this back into the ether (laughs) so that my new ownership can be great health. To look upon the appearances of poverty will produce corresponding forms in your own mind unless you hold to the truth. That there is no poverty, there is only abundance. And that is something hard, I think, for a lot of people when you can look around and see people in poverty. And to be honest, it's one of the reasons why I don't watch the news. Because I personally know, number one, the media is going to only give give us a picture of what they want us to know are not going to give us the true story so that's number one all they're doing is telling us their version of what is going on and what they want us to know so I don't watch the the news just for that reason Um, secondly I don't watch the news because I don't want to internalize war I don't want to internalize strife I don't want to hear anyone else's negative voice in my mind so I do not watch the news. I think it's better to go back um, to the days of reading about it because you can, you know, let it go. But when you watch the news, you you see it and it's impressed upon your mind through, um, through video, through images and through words. And I just don't want that in my mind. So I don't watch the news. I'll read about it, though. You know, the best place to me to read about the news in this current climate is on Twitter. So from time to time, I'll get on Twitter just to kind of update myself, but I don't watch the news. Um, and it's hard to think of abundance as your reality when you are watching something saying that we're, you know, there's climate change that's about that's affecting the world. We're in a, a grocery shortage You know, all of these things are going on that people, that the news media is saying. And so it's hard to say that I'm abundant and prosperous when you're listening to the news say, we're running out of peanut butter or whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know. So my thought is that I live in an abundant world, you know, that is how I think. I don't squabble about grocery prices. I don't do those things. I i i don't even squabble about gas prices i'm i need gas so i'm just gonna fill my tank i'm not gonna concern myself with these things because i am abundant these are things that i need so i'm gonna pay for it either way right so my thing is stop thinking about the negative part of anything that's going on in your world think about the fact that you are abundant, you are prosperous, and no matter the cost, you have the money to pay for it. These are things that you have to have so there's no point in griping and complaining about it because all you're doing is putting negativity out in the world and you are manifesting lack. The more that you complain about the fact that these prices are too high, the more you are creating lack in your life. Instead, be thankful that you have the money to, to, to get gas, to get a full tank of gas, to get the groceries that you love. Be thankful. I I thank you that I have groceries full up in my refrigerator, in my my freezer, in the garage, and my pantry. I am thankful that my, my, my house is full up of the foods that are healthy and that I love. I am thankful that I am sitting right now with a half a tank of gas and I can just go and get gas. And, you know, tomorrow if I need to. I am thankful for these things. Be thankful for these things and not complain about them. What, what is it? Um, uh, complaint is poverty and gratitude. Gratitude is riches. So be grateful instead of complaining. To think health when surrounded by the appearances of disease or to think riches when in the midst of appearances of poverty requires power but he who acquires the power becomes a mastermind he can conquer fate he can have what he wants this power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact which is behind all appearances and that fact is that there is is one thinking substance from which and by which all things are made then we must grasp the truth that every thought held in the substance becomes a form and that man can so impress his thoughts upon it as to cause them to make form and become visible things when we realize this we lose all doubt and fear for we know that we can create what we want to create we can get what we want to have and can become what we want to be As a first step toward getting rich, you must believe the three fundamental statements given previously in this chapter. And in order to emphasize them, I repeat them here. Number one, there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. Number two, a thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. And number three, man can form things in his thought and be impressed, excuse me, and by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. You must lay aside other concepts of the universe than this monistic one, and you must dwell upon this until it is fixed in your mind and it has become your habitual thought. Read these creed statements over and over again. Fix every word upon your memory and meditate upon them until you firmly believe what they say. If a doubt comes to you, cast it aside as sin. Do not listen to arguments against this idea. Do not go to churches or lectures where contrary concepts of things is taught or preached. Do not read magazines or books which teach a different idea. If you get mixed up in your faith, all your efforts will be in vain. Do not ask why these things are true, nor speculate as to how they can be true. Simply take them on trust. The science of getting rich begins with the absolute acceptance of this faith. I agree with that. So that was a, a longer chapter, or, or it could have been because I talk a lot. <laughs> so um, it's 24 minutes in. I think we could at least get into do chapter 5 too. So chapter 5 is called Increasing Life. You must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there is a deity whose will it is that you should be poor. Or whose purpose may may be served by keeping you in poverty. I agree. It is so many Christians out here that believe for whatever reason, which is not even biblical, okay, that they should be poor or live in poverty. It, It just doesn't even make sense. The intelligent substance which is all and in all and which lives in all lives in you is a consciously living substance. Being a consciously living substance, it must have the nature and inherent desire of every living intelligence for increase of life. Every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life, because life in the mere act of is the mere act of living must increase itself. A seed dropped into the ground springs into activity and in the act of living produces a hundred more seeds. Life by living multiplies itself. It is forever becoming more. It must do so if it continues to be at all. Hmm. Intelligence is under this same necessity for continuous increase. Every thought we think makes it necessary for us to think another thought. Okay. Consciousness is continually expanding. Every fact we learn leads us to the learning of another fact. Knowledge is continually increased. Every talent we cultivate brings to the mind the desire to cultivate another talent. We are subject to the urge of life seeking expression. Whichever drives us on to know more, to do more, and to be more. In order to know more, do more, and be more, we must have more. We must have things to use for we learn and do and become only by using things. We must get rich so that we can live more. The desire for riches is simply the capacity for larger life seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power. Excuse me, it is power seeking to manifest which causes desire. That which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. The one living substance must be subject to this inherent law of all life. It is permeated with the desire to live more. That is why it is under the necessity of creating things. The one substance desires to live more in you. Hence, it wants you to have all the things you can use. It is the desire of God that you should get rich. He wants you to get rich because he can express himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use and giving him expression. He can live more in you if you have unlimited command of the means of life. And there are plenty of people who will be like, "No, no. But the Bible tells us that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So, also in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy it tells us that it is God who gives us the power to get rich. So, there is no way you can tell me that we are built to live in poverty. That, to me, is against God. He created a, a lush a lush earth an abundant earth so then why would his subjects, uh, hit the people created his image who have the power to think and create why would he want us to be in poverty? that doesn't make sense that's contrary to who he is the universe desire you desires you to have everything you want to have nature is friendly to your plans everything is naturally for you make up your mind that this is true it is essential however that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all you must want real life not mere pleasure of sensual gratification life is the performance of function and the individual um, really lives only when he performs every function physical mental and spiritual of which he is capable without excess in any you do not want to get rich in order to live swin swin, swin hold on swinishly that's a word I, i've never heard this word swinishly oh you know i gotta look this up oh okay it is not in the dictionary that you click on in the kindle and it brings up the dictionary it is not there now I gotta go look it up on my phone I'm sorry y'all y'all know who I am I've never heard of Swinishly before let's see Swinishly oh oh okay it says of suggesting or characteristic of swine beastly okay let's see you do not want to get rich in order to live swinishly oh i could have kept reading for the gratification of animal desires that is not life i could have just kept reading but the performance of every physical function is a part of life and no one lives completely who denies the impulses of the body a normal and health healthful expression You do not want to get rich solely to enjoy mental pleasures, to get knowledge, to gratify ambition, to outshine others, to be famous. All these are a legitimate part of life, but the man who lives for the pleasure of the intellect alone will only have a partial life, and he will never be satisfied with his lot. You do not want to get rich solely for the good of others, to lose yourself for the salvation of mankind, to experience the joys of philanthropy and sacrifice. The joys of the soul are only a part of life and they are no better or nobler than any other part. You want to get rich in order, to, in order that you may eat, drink, and be merry when it's time to do those things. In order that you may surround yourself with beautiful things, see distant lands, feed your mind, and develop your intellect. In order that you may love men and do kind things and be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. Why do you want to get rich? I want to get rich because I never want to ever think about, you know, being in lack ever again in life. Like that's just, I don't even want that in my mental space. I also want to be able to travel the world that, you know, the world God created for us. I want to be able to visit as many continents as I can before I die. I want to be able to, go and record my podcast looking at the Mediterranean, you know. I want to be able to do those things on the Amalfi Coast, you know. Wherever it is that I want to go, I want to be able to record and give inspiration and motivation to people. I want to meet the locals and be able to help them as much as I can or learn from them as much as I can. I I am, you know, from the U.S. And my ideology is western you know i want to be able to see how other people live and how how other people think and how other people go about their lives i want to be more than just lawanza from the u.s i want to be a world traveler and experience other people's cultures i want to be able to um just learn from other people you know have friends in India, have friends in Africa. You know, I want to be able to meet people and, you know, converse with them and just learn from them and and go into villages and and help as much as I can to low-income villages or villages that don't have what we have here in America. The little trifles that we, you know, take for granted every day. There are plenty of people that don't have the luxuries that we live in that we don't even think are luxuries. So that is the reason why I want to get rich because I, I feel like I have, I am, I'm a, I'm a giver. I'm a philanthropist at heart and I'm a philanthropist without the riches. (laughs) So I want to be philanthropic, but I also want to experience it visually and experience it physically you know what I mean emotionally I want to be a part of the world in so much that I can visit the world and come home if I want to you know that is the reason that is my motivation and what why I want to be rich so I would say sit down and think for yourself why is it that you want to be rich then go after it with all your heart okay but remember that extreme altruism is no better and no nobler than extreme selfishness both are mistakes get rid of the idea that God wants you to sacrifice yourself for others and that you can secure his favor by doing so God requires nothing of the kind what he wants is that you should make the most of yourself for yourself and for others and you can help others more by making the most of yourself than any other way You can make the most of yourself only by getting rich. That is what he believes. Now, I believe that is a part of it. But I think because I don't know how they lived mentally in, in, you know, in the 1800s. But here in 2022, after going through a pandemic, or we're really still in a pandemic, I feel that our mental faculties have been, you know, messed up. They really have. And that's one of the reasons why I started my group, Babes Who Manifest, and even the podcast last year, is to give inspiration to people. Give inspiration to myself. Because like I told you guys before, it is inspiring me every time that I record. It gives me great high vibes and motivates me every time that I record because of the topic. So for me, to be, to give, to, 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 to make the most of myself isn't just, you know, monetarily. I want to lose weight. I need to, for physical and also mentally. We have to fix ourselves from what has happened to us in our past. And like I said, I don't know how they lived then. But in our age, we've been through a lot, guys. And we need to fix ourselves mentally, emotionally, and physically. As well as richly i agree with this you can make the most of yourself only by getting rich so it is right and praiseworthy that you should give your your first and best thought to the work of acquiring wealth remember however that the desire of substance is for all and its movements must be for more life to all it cannot be made to work for less life to any Because it is equally in all seeking riches and life. Intelligent substance will make things for you, but it will not take things away from someone else and give them to you. And that's something that some of you guys need to learn um, who are out here trying to date other people's husbands or wives. Now, that's all I'm going to say. You must get rid of the thought of competition. I do not compete with anybody you are to create not to compete for what is already created now i will say while i i am not a person person that believes in comparing myself to others or competing with others i do have an issue with um i'm i'm going to just say it i do <laughs> i do have an issue when i feel like someone is ahead of me that can sometimes bring on a why-them-and-not-me situation for me. And that is something that I have to work on. Because it it is just, you know, I know I've been through a lot in life, and that has really kind of shaped who I have become. And it is hard to have lived a life without a mother, without a father, and things like that. So, you tend to um I don't know. For me, it has turned into why this person and not me just simply because I didn't have the structure of, uh, parents telling me you are amazing. So it is more of a, uh, of a self-esteem issue when I say, um, why this person and not me. And I do, I still do it today in my life. I do. Um, so trust me, While I don't want to take anything away from anyone, sometimes it, it frustrates me that that person has that. Even though I don't want that, it frustrates me that they have that and I don't have this. You understand what I mean? I hope, I hope that makes sense to you guys. And That is something that I'm working on. And I didn't even realize it until, I know I've told you guys the story before, but when I saw Jeff Bezos... <laughs> get back all the money he he had to give to his wife and he made it back like within a year or so that really pissed me off and I literally had to work on the it was like an intense jealousy I don't know this man but I was so angry at the fact that this man was worth more than a bunch of countries that it just really pissed me off and the sad part is I never have felt that way about uh, Elon Musk I really just think you know his eccentricity has just really turned me off so I, I've never felt that way about him but it, it's only been Jeff Bezos not Bill Gates not Warren Buffett nobody but Jeff Bezos like his wealth really just pissed me off and I really had to really sit myself down and say girl you tripping so that is it kind of stems from the fact that I didn't have parents growing up and nobody really cheering for me in my corner saying, you got this, you can do this. Everything that I've done going to college and, you know, getting good grades and all that stuff was was from me. It was born of me. I never had anybody cheering for me in my corner saying, I never even had anybody telling me to do my homework. Because I I was going to do it anyway. But there's never been anybody saying, you know, like I give my need such accolades when she tells me about this project and all of this and all her her A's and stuff, and she's about to graduate from eighth grade on the honor roll, and she's so, you know, happy for herself. But I've never I never had that in my life. I never had anybody care enough about my grades to know what kind of grades I was getting or to, you know, say, get better grades. I never had any of that. So it's just... <sighs> I'm sorry. I am I'm, I'm really off the mark. Let me go, go back to reading. You do not have to drive sharp bargains. You do not have to cheat or to take advantage. You do not need to let any man work for you for less than he earns. You do not have to covet them. And, and people need to realize this. Especially these corporations. Stop paying these people $7 an hour. That is trash. You do not have to covet the property of others or to look at it with wishful eyes. No man has anything of which you cannot have the like and that without taking what he has away from him. You are to become a creator, not a competitor. And I'm talking to myself. You are going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other man will have more than he has now. And I believe that because I there are so many people now that are listening to my podcast i just happened to look up the other day to see my listeners and it it has blown up so much that i'm i was sitting there like wow <laughs> where did all of you guys come from but thank you for listening but it, it just blew up you know in in april so i believe that as i get to where i want you guys will too, just simply because everything that I am doing, everything that I'm reading, I am giving to you guys to put in your arsenal as well. Like, I'm not withholding anyone to charge you $97 for. I'm not going to do that. First of all, I'm not a guru. And secondly, as I learn, I give. I don't see the purpose in using someone, uh, using this information to charge you $97 for however I do see the purpose of creating this platform so that one day I can get this company to pay me a few thousand dollars to advertise for them on my platform I do see that I'd rather make money advertising than charge you $97 for this information it doesn't even make sense in my mind at least I am aware that there are men who get a vast amount of money by proceeding in direct opposition to the statements in the paragraph above and may add a word of explanation here. Men of the plutocratic type who become very rich or do so sometimes purely by the extraordinary ability on the plane of competition and sometimes they unconsciously relate themselves to substance and its great purposes and movements for the general racial upbuilding through industrial uh, evolution Mm. Mm. okay and he named some names Rockefeller Carnegie Morgan et al have been the unconscious agents of the supreme in the necessary work of systematizing and organizing sorry for the stuttering productive industry and in the end their work will contribute immensely toward increased life for all Their day is nearly over. They have organized production and will soon be succeeded by the agents of the multitude who will organize the machinery of distribution. And he is correct. These are some billionaires he just named. And even though they are dead, their names still live on, their families still live on, you know? The multi-millionaires are like the monster reptiles of the prehistoric eras. They play a necessary part in the evolutionary process. But the same power which produced them will dispose of them. Wow. And it is well to to bear in mind that they have never been really rich. A record of the private lives of most of this class will show that they have been the most abject and wretched of the poor. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Riches secured on the competitive plane are never satisfactory and permanent. They are yours today and another's tomorrow. Well, these people are, you know, they're dead, but their families are rich. So remember, if you are to become rich in a scientific and certain way, you must rise entirely out of the competitive thought. You must never think for a moment that the supply is limited. That I agree with. Just as soon as you begin to think all that the mo- all the money is being cornered and controlled by bankers and others, and that you must exert yourself to get laws passed to stop this process and so on, in that moment you drop into the competitive mind, and your power to cause creation is gone for the time being. But I believe that because they were the first in their industry, that they weren't um, thinking this this way that he's saying. I don't even know if it was a competition at that point when you're the, the creator of the industry, right? So I, I think on that part, he may be a little bit off. And what is worse, you will probably arrest the creative movements you have already instituted. Know that there are countless millions of dollars worth of gold in the mountains of the earth, not yet brought to light. I believe that. And know that if there, there were not, more will be created. From thinking substance to supply your needs. Know that the money you need will come even if it is necessary for a thousand men to be led to the discovery of new gold mines tomorrow. Never look at the visible supply. Look always at the limitless riches and formless, formless substance and know that they are coming to you as fast as you can receive and use them. Nobody by cornering the visible supply can prevent you from getting what is yours. Agreed. So never allow yourself to think for an instant that all the best-selling spots will be taken before you get ready to build your house, unless you hurry. Never get afraid that you will lose what you want because some other person beat you to it. That cannot possibly happen. You are not seeking anything that is possessed by anybody else. You are causing what you want to be created from formless substance, and the supply is without limits. Stick to the formulated statement. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which, in its original state, permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. Man can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. So that was chapters four and five. And we are at 48 minutes into this thing, y'all. So I am going to end this here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate every time that you come on here and you guys press play and listen to me ramble about. I appreciate it. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, Join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest.